You are listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life. All right, well, welcome in to the SLT Podcast. My name is Taylor. I'm Courtney. I'm Alex. And today we are joined by a special guest uh, who is our president of Liberty Christian School, Blair McCullough. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be on the blog. Yeah. So we uh, we just thought we'd take this podcast. time. Podcast, blog, right? Podcast. Same. Yeah, same. We're just so trendy these days. We're yeah, doing podcasts and blogs left and right. The blogcast. The blogcast. <clears throat> it's a new name. That so could be a new creature, too. We'll come up with the folklore the later. We are going to transition into getting to know our president of our school, Dr. Blair McCullough. So will you tell us where you're from and a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so originally I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, um, youngest of four, some baby of the family. Mm-hmm. And um, currently I have uh, married to Christy, who also teaches here at the school. And we have two kids, Jackson and Taylor. And That's a good name. Yeah. Not named after you, but uh, good name. Okay, well, it's actually my my uh, my mother's maiden name. I love that. Yeah, and my middle name. Wait, Taylor's your middle name? Mm-hmm. <gasps> you didn't know that? Wow, did you? y'all haven't I did, I bonded know that. over this yet. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a family name for us. Where uh, where did you and your wife meet? So we met at Lee University, which is in Tennessee, small private Christian school, great school. That's awesome. Very cool. Was she the only 10 you see? 11. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At 11. <laughs> yep. So where were you before this? So before we came to Liberty, we were actually in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, spent seven years in South Korea working at an international Christian school there and uh, served in as, an, in as an administrator. And Christy was doing the same thing she's doing now. She was doing PE and fitness wellness. And yeah, it was a great experience. Wait, so did... Did your kids go to the school as well? They, were they have in? been at the same school as Christy and I f- their entire lives. Kind of tell us your testimony, I guess. Like, when did Jesus become real for you, and kind of what's that been like? Yeah, for me, that was a little bit later in life. So I was 20, and I didn't grow up in a Christian home. We did attend the Episcopal Church, mostly for the big holidays. And so I, I grew up with a concept of faith, but really not a living faith in my home, and uh, so I went to a, um, had a friend after uh, we graduated from high school who came back to town and had accepted Christ and convinced me to go on a retreat, and uh, Jesus met me there and been following him ever since, so. Yeah. So how did you hear about Liberty from South Korea, and I guess what made you decide to come here? So that's another interesting story. So we actually had, uh, we were finishing our seventh year in South Korea. And my daughter was preparing to go into high school. And so she came to us and she said, she kind of laid down the law and said, you know, listen, I'm going into high school next year. We're either committing to four more years in South Korea or we're going home now because I don't want to move in high school. Hmm. And we prayed about that. And and Christy and I thought a lot about that. And that was a reasonable request on her part. Nobody likes to move around and have to reestablish friends. And we had been there seven years and, you know, our family, my parents were getting older, her parents were getting older, and so we felt like it was getting to be that time. And just as we were having those conversations, I got a phone call from a friend who was working at Liberty at the time and another friend who is still working at Liberty, and both of us, both of them had been with us in South Korea. So they had been at the school where we were, 
had come back to the States, had ended up at Liberty, and they reached out to us and said, hey, this is a great place. You guys ought to check it out. And so we did. And next thing we know, we're headed to Texas. Argyle, Texas. Argyle, Texas. It's a lot like Seoul. I'm sure it is. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of Starbucks. So what did you eat whenever you were in Seoul? What was your favorite meal while you were over in South Korea? On the border. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh my word. <laughs> Did you ever have kimchi and all like the traditional stuff? Oh yeah, stuff? we we ate ki- the kimchi and all the crazy. What was the weirdest thing that you ate out of probably respect? Mm, <laughs> probably abalone. What? What? It's like a for everyone else. Did could you, you explain? Because I, I know what that is. It looks like a okay, yeah, sea sure sponge or something. It's got spikes on it, and it's oh, it's an urchin. No, no? it's it, it looks literally like a sponge with a little bumps on it and, and it wiggles around like while you eat it like oh you eat in it. your mouth yeah. it wiggles no they cook it that sounds what's it called again Great. yeah i feel weird about uh, it's this. either abalone or abalone or i don't know hmm. one of your favorite things about liberty first and foremost is commitment to a christ-centered education I, i'm a big advocate for christian education i think it's one of the most important things needed in our country right now And so I love the opportunity to kind of marry the academic side of things because I do love education as well and marry that with faith and spiritual formation. And to me, it's just a perfect example of of God's economy. And I tell people this all the time, but I wish everyone had the opportunity to be in meetings that Blair leads because you hear that in everything that he's saying and the decisions that are being made and the processing. And sometimes when things can start to become distracted, it's consistently Dr. McCullough that's bringing us back to, okay, why are we here? Why does Christian education matter? Why does there need to be private schools? And it's for the hearts of our children. And so Mm -hmm. I say that all the time. I'm like, I wish everyone got to sit in those meetings. So I want to brag on him a little bit. Oh, thank you. It's very kind. You know, the world is always trying to tell our kids um, where faith belongs and where it doesn't belong, and the truth of the matter is faith belongs everywhere. God's truth is all truth. So we need to really, uh, I think the Christian school is dedicated to preparing kids for life and how to live out their faith in all areas, no matter where that is, and that includes all areas of academics. So, I think you said it earlier that one of your goals is to help marry education and um, spiritual formation. Mm-hmm. Um what would you say to somebody that's struggling to reconcile that, those two things together? Because sometimes they're kind of on opposite ends for people. Like uh, that's a great question. And I, I mean, I think it's something the four of us probably see every day here, right? Um, I do think it has to start with acknowledging that all truth is God's truth. Mm-hmm. And so from that starting point, you know, our goal is to always weave a biblical worldview through everything that we do, every subject. And I think when you do that well, it brings that to life for the students where they can actually see how God's truth exists in biology and in math and in in the different subject areas. And so that's a challenge that I think our kids face at a greater, higher level when they get to university. And if they're not confident in who they are, not confident in their faith, when they're faced in those academic conversations, that's where they really struggle. And so, um, you know, this is kind of the training ground here where we help them to see that integration of biblical worldview. Taylor talks about how, you know, at the university level, she gets challenged on her faith quite a bit, but also talks about the other side of that, about how Liberty prepared her to talk through those issues. And, you know, we want kids to be able to engage in the academic conversations from an academic standpoint, but also bring their faith into that. 
what are some attributes, I guess, of teachers here at Liberty that make them, I guess, unique and distinct? Well, I think they, they, um, the unique and distinct part is a lot more common amongst uh, Liberty staff. And those commonalities would be start with faith in Jesus Christ, but also a passion for um, children and a passion for leading others to, to the Lord and, um, and then a passion for education. Those are all things that I think um, you see in all of our teachers. And I think there's a level of humility amongst our staff. And what I mean by that is they're truly, they truly believe that they're here for a purpose and they've been called on a mission. Yeah. And when that's the case, you're, you're here to serve. And so you, you see that servant's heart in our teachers, in our faculty and staff. You know, everything really starts with relationships, especially with, with our kids. Uh, when you when you have a relationship with a student, they begin to trust you, and and that's when you have opportunities to really really pour into them. And and um, you know, as far as our families are concerned, our community, I think that's a distinctive for Liberty. Always has been. Uh, when I got here six years ago, uh, wow, it's been six years. Um, six years ago, that was the one thing that stood out the minute I walked in the building was just the feel of community here. And I definitely think it's one thing that sets us apart and always has. And, and I think that comes from anytime you have a group of people that have a common purpose, and we all have a common purpose here with our students and our children. And, um, you know, that, that unites. And so, um, but it, that all starts with the relationship hmm. and the relationships we build with one another. And, you know, our scripture this year, a new command I give to you to love one another, um, is a great example of, of how we do that. One of the things, too, talking about relationships, we mentioned on the first podcast that one of the reasons why we wanted to create it was because people have talked about how great of a relationship the youth pastors have with each other, and we've seen that a lot, Dr. McCullough, with you and your team. So do you want to share with us how that dynamic has looked with the changes this past year? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we added a, a um, vice president level, basically, and they're not all new positions. They're just restructured in a way that um, they report directly to me, the four of them. Uh, so we have our VP of academics, VP of operations, VP of advancement, and VP of um, student activities. And for us, it was really about uh, creating really good organization in the school for communication purposes. And also, you know, we've really, um, really strived to have a growth mindset this year mm. as we look for ways to always be improving our school. And so part of that was to create good structure. Uh, Mr. Oglesby comes from South Lake and has, you know, 30 years of experience in education and coaching. And, and so he's, he's the perfect guy to be over our student activities. And uh, Mrs. Brin, you know, has a background with it, with development and, and advancement in her past. And so, and then of course, uh, Mrs. Barber has been with us and been in the role of operations for several years. So she not only uh, understands the numbers, but she also understands Liberty. She knows the culture. She's been a part of it. Her kids have come through here, um, which is, I think, a really big deal. And uh, then Mrs. Beard came to us from um, spending a, quite a bit of time in several different school districts. Uh, but she is a wealth of educational knowledge. I don't know if I've ever met a more knowledgeable educator than Leah Beard. She is she's very gifted. And uh, she came to us recently from Keller and was on their um, executive team there. And so, yeah, I have a great team. Yeah, I have a great team. 
And I'm sure a lot of our families don't get to see the five of you together very often. And so just speaking into that, there is so much wisdom in the room when they are all together, but there's also so much laughter and it's just so clear Mm -hmm. from the relationships that you've built with each other that you all have the same vision of um, a Christ-centered, safe education for our students. And there's so much joy and laughter and fun when you have different backgrounds and personalities, but care about the same thing and um, can find common purpose. Absolutely. We, I, I don't think I've been a part of a team that is more aligned than, than that executive team. And I think that flows down and, um, you know, we, we do laugh a lot. We have fun and yeah. it's certainly a hardworking group, but we have our moments of fun and, and uh, we have some, some tears and, and some really deep spiritual moments together. So it's a it's a great team. Yeah, it really is. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, kind of like you guys. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah we kind of like each other. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A lot. It's a yeah. lot, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. It's a lot. It's who, true. Who are we kidding? <laughs> so my my time here at Liberty, you know, has been marked by a lot of community. I love the people I work with, and I love the atmosphere that we have here, and the common purpose that we have to honor the Lord, glorify the Lord, and mm-hmm. pour into students, um, and to encourage them and challenge them to become who God has called them to be. Um, I guess for parents who might be wanting to get you know more involved or getting to be in the community of Liberty, not just being at liberty, but being a part of liberty, I guess, what would be a word of encouragement or something that you would say um, for parents um, and getting to be a part of the community and not just being at liberty, I guess? Yeah, I think I mean, that's a great question because it's something that we really strive for is to have parents be uh, as part of our community, but also really active. And there's lots of volunteer opportunities here at Liberty Christian um, you know, there's, um, and really it's just a matter of reaching out and letting, letting administration know that you have an interest, but I would love to see all parents active in some way. And I, I think our parents do overall do a great job, whether it's academics, athletics, fine arts, whatever it is, there's always parents up here every day volunteering, doing something. And I think one thing I will say is, you know, having been in education for over 20 years, the research is pretty clear that when parents are involved in their child's education, that child has a, a, a greater advantage and um, is more likely, likely to be successful. So I would encourage all parents to find ways to be, be involved at, here at the school, and uh, we would love to have you. So, That's awesome. And this is a little plug, I would say, prayer with the president on Wednesdays. You know, we, we, we don't have a large number of parents that come to that, but we have a consistent number of parents that come to that. And I'm telling you, it's powerful. And it's powerful from a spiritual standpoint of uh, parents interceding for our school and for our students and for administration and for you guys. But not just that, it's the community that we're building, a small community there. And so I'd love to see that grow. Um, but there's a lot of little small communities around like that around our school. Um, lower school, uh, you've, you have lower school kids. Yeah. And preschool. Preschool and lower school. Yeah. And so you guys know down there, I mean, it's all about community. Yeah, it really is. Those cl- the classrooms and and so. So, what would be your biggest hope for a family, uh, for parents and for students uh, who went through Liberty and graduated? What would be one of your biggest hopes for them uh, from their time here? Well, I hope that they experience, um, you know, our mission and and our vision of raising up leaders who will impact the world for Christ. I hope they walk out of here. And that's been accomplished 
for them, but I hope for our families that they, however long a period of time that is, they felt like they were part of a special community. They felt supported. They felt like their their children had teachers who truly cared about them and nurtured them, um, respected them. And, you know, you don't always hear that in other schools. And so uh, I, I really hope that for our families, that they would feel this is a special, special place. And uh, I'll tell you, I had uh, one of our alumni come back and an alumnus that I really have a lot of respect for. And he, t- he made the statement to me, he couldn't wait to get home for homecoming because unlike some of the people that he goes to school with, he knew he had a community to come home to. And I yeah. thought he was talking about Argyle or his church. So I asked him about it, and he said, no, I'm talking about the Liberty community. I couldn't wait to come home to the Liberty community. And so I, my hope is that all of our students, all of our parents and families would walk away with that feeling. So good. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that and taking time to come hang out with us as we... Absolutely. It's an honor. Yeah. So I think uh, to end it, uh, let's let's just end it on a, on, on a funny, goofy note, uh, but probably the most serious note that we have, probably the most spiritual part that we have. Um, and here, here's the question. So I'm going to give you guys... Um, a second to think about this. Uh, what celebrity would you want to come to your family Christmas morning and why? Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. Done. Hide your syrup. Buy extra syrup. And, your, extra syrup. and, your, and your spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> just hide everything. <laughs> I can just picture him yelling, Santa! And being so excited about, you know, Christmas gifts. Would you be things. afraid that he would critique all your Christmas wrapping? Uh, Buddy the Elf wouldn't critique, yeah. He would offer to redo it. He'd redo it for you, like, in his magical elf powers, like, in five seconds. That's true. Well, and at the beginning of the movie, you see him struggling to do, like, to do the things the elves are doing. So I don't think Mm. he's going to be I'm jealous I didn't think of that. That was a really good one. That was a really good one. Perfect guest. I'm going to go Gordon Ramsay. He can make his Christmas (laughs) breakfast. You wouldn't want to make it yourself? Not if Gordon Ramsay's (laughs) in the room. That's true. Okay, that's good. That's good. I would, I would want Arnold Schwarzenegger from Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yes, mm. dressed as Turbo Man. Yes. I can't do it, but <laughs> uh, Alex probably. Can. I think that would be. My name is Turbo Man. <laughs> Put the cookies down. Put the cookies down. Those are my cookies. I can see why our students like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Or, or really just try to walk away <laughs> as we try to entertain them mm-hmm. and they really don't want it. And yeah. they're just like, no. I teach my sympathy you know. laughs. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I teach my uh, Bible class in only celebrity voices. And That's they just roll true. their eyes at me the whole time. <laughs> that is not true. It's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with... Um, you can't say yourself also. I'm not a celebrity. Uh, celebrity um, some would say. Celebrity. Yeah, celebrity Christian celebrity. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um, my all-time hero and the greatest athlete that ever lived. I'm not coming to Bo Jackson this morning. Yes. Really? Bo Jackson. Yes. Oh, I thought it was me. It's because I'm a Raiders fan. He's an Auburn fan. And this is yeah. like the only place that we meet. Yeah. Is Bo yeah. Jackson. <laughs> I, I think, yeah. Because he knows. Bo knows everything. Bo knows. Bo yeah. knows. <laughs> I but, used to have those trainers. Yeah. And in my head, I swore I was so much faster. Yeah. Also, Bo Jackson, if you're listening... We would love you to know, have you. You know, I, on the I feel like there's somebody out in our Liberty community <laughs> that can make that happen for me. Yeah. No pressure. If yeah. he shows up on this campus and I'm not invited, 
I'm going to sob. He's not going to be on campus. He's going to be at the McCullough Christmas <laughs> party. Oh, that's fine. That's party. <laughs> yeah. He would send me a selfie. Yeah, he would have to wear the pajamas <laughs> that everybody gets. Do you guys do the oh, oh yes. matching pajamas? Yeah. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve matching pajamas. We just yeah. have matching bedhead. Hair everywhere. Thanks for joining us on the SLT podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallife at mylcs.com.